audio yolks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Ethan Edgehill. And I'm Tyler Carlin. And today is Friday. And it's Christmas. So we don't have a movie. It's just Christmas. No, We're just talking about Christmas. No, it's just like an annual tradition for us to get together on Christmas. You, of course, don't have to celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or candle nights or whatever it is, but, but we do celebrate Christmas. So we do this on Christmas. I'm pretty sure you can't not celebrate candle nights, actually. Like, I think that, like, like, like <laughs> there's sort of like a legally binding, like, encompassing contract there that, like, there's <laughs> like, not there's not anything you can believe in that gets you out of candle nights, right? Well, you can not celebrate, though. Like, you don't have to, like... No, I th but I think not celebrating candle nights is still celebrating candle nights. Mm. Like, it's a pansexual, well, anyway. pan-religious, personal pan-holiday. So what are we talking about? Because I, in the past, we've done, like, this was our Christmas movies episode. And that's not it this time. Or we talked about, like, family Christmas traditions, but, like, there's a pandemic. So what are we, what are we talking about? First of all, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to uh, listen to this episode of this podcast. And uh, if you're not celebrating your Christmas traditions the way that you normally do. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but thank you for taking one for the humanity as a whole. Uh, but that's why we brought you a, you know, brand new episode of Baker Next today. There's also an episode of Late to the Party today and maybe some other podcasts on the WBNA Podcast Network. Yeah, trying so to create spend the day some... with us. Curl up, maybe some hot cocoa, unless you're in Australia, then some cold cocoa. Gross. Or like an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Yes, I'm sure that's four. the Australian Christmas tradition. <laughs> and also called Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I know that's in, in New Sorry, Zealand. Dr. Pepper like, oh. on the babby. <laughs> in New Zealand, they're like, oh, sweet ass, Dr. Pepper. Uh, Can't wake up and have my Christmas pepper. How good. <laughs> Do they even have Dr. Pepper? Probably not. Oh, man. You're they have missing Coke out. Zero in, in, uh, or whatever it is. In <laughs> Coke Zero, LMP, burger, burger rings. Ugh. <laughs> All the nummiest treats. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thank you for taking the time out of the day. I hope we can be uh, a little a little piece of home for you. I hope we're part of what you consider home. If we're not, then this is like super cheesy and corny, and you yeah. probably turned on your local radio station while I was talking. So what we could do the we could oh we could you're be implying like, that they're in the car. Well, or just like. <laughs> No, can you imagine being at home and listening to the radio? You, you couldn't listen to the radio in your house right now. Not No shot. Yeah, I could. No shot. I'd just say Alexa, play K92, and she would do it. That's not possible. Yeah, it is. No way. Dude, Alexa can play Alexa, the radio? Yeah, there's a, there, you're in a room. Well, I mean, it's internet radio, but like... If you're in a room with an Alexa. Alexa. No, I'm not. Oh, I mean, Siri, play K92. Oh, Siri. Man, I don't know if there's anything more bleak than looking up the radio on your phone, honestly. <laughs> Maybe you got Sirius XM this year, uh, 12 months for $5 a month. That's a great deal. Like, if you want to wake up Sunday mornings and be like, okay, I'm going to put on All Things Considered on my phone, fine. But if you're listening to pop radio on your that's just <laughs> Spotify, dude. <laughs> It was like, better just ads. Open, hey, you know what you gotta ads. do? You know what you do instead of listening to pop radio on, on your phone? Open TikTok. It's the same songs, I promise. It is the same songs. It drives me. I actually get so frustrated listening to the radio right now uh, because it's like the TikTok songs, but instead of being 15 minute, seconds or a minute, they're like three and a half minutes Look, long. Okay. I get it. Some popular songs have made it to be TikTok sounds, but some of those TikTok songs do not deserve to be on the radio. <laughs> they were mixed by somebody in their bedroom. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, so I don't want to talk about much about the thing that, that is going on this year, but I do want to share one uh, adorable story that happened to me this morning. Okay. Vis-a-vis -vis, uh, the, the, the Jester's Wildly and Christmas. 
Tyler, I don't know if you've seen the Roanoke Christmas tree. It's big. It's in the middle of a random field next to the building I park in. Yeah, I know where it is. Uh, it's got all kinds of ornaments on it, right? And some of those ornaments were made by children, like local children. Now, I don't know what the selection process was for who gets to put their ornament on the Christmas tree. I have no idea. But there's like an ornament template and it says like, leave a message of hope. And then the kid writes something underneath and I think they put a picture of themselves on it or whatever. And one of them that I, just, I, I was looking today, right? And it's like, it's way up near the top not near the top because it was it, I couldn't see it. it's 30 foot tall tree right but, uh, what this said on it was from some child it said deliver a message of hope and then underneath in a kid's handwriting it said go away corn virus you That's exactly suck. right <laughs> capital U S U K go away corn virus <laughs> you suck <laughs> <laughs> and that gave me a good old-fashioned Christmas giggle. Because it's not a message of hope at all. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It's a message of screw you. It's a message of screw you, corn virus. Like, not even, there was. there's so many letters that that missed. <laughs> so what if many. you spelled it like corn the band, like K-O backwards Like backwards R-N. K-O-R-N? Oh, backwards R, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I knew it was a backwards capital letter in there somewhere. I am a rock star, so I obviously know how to spell co Name a corn song. Oh man! If you wouldn't have asked me, I would have known. Just don't open Spotify. Name a corn I, song. I'm not opening Spotify. It's already open. Uh, Freak on a leash. You didn't know that. <laughs> you did not know that. I did have. Okay, so I owned when I was a youth. Uh, I owned a corn album. It was the one. I'm not looking at them, but it was the one where there's like a hopscotch. Okay. Let's see if that's real. I it's can like fact a, check this. I'm, I mean, I've, I've got their okay. website or their Spotify pulled up right now. Uh, 1998. Follow the leader. I owned this album this is real there's hopscotch 1998 freak on a leash was on this album so that's probably why i had it uh, i have definitely seen this album it's like a shell silverstein where the sidewalk ends pastiche but, but like yeah but like dark although but i've like, heard shell silverstein if you revisit is uh horrifying dark. a little bit yeah. yeah you read like a light in the attic and you're like this is a this is about a ghost this is this this person is haunting this person like there's some darkness involved for sure uh kids books are wild man kids books are wild you know people always talk about like why do we teach kids the things we do but like shell silverstein bonkers stuff ring around the rosie is about like the plague oh all your magic crazy all of them yeah i mean can you imagine if we were like stay six feet away he donald trump donald trump we all fall down like it would be terrible well that's the thing is there's no myths anymore right so we're not gonna get new nursery rhymes right. well, there's, there's nothing Santa. santa's a good myth yeah but y you know what i mean though like the, the nursery rhymes are established there would have right. to be some 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 world ending cataclysm that like erased the lexicon for there right. to be new nursery rhymes that's just not a thing that's gonna at least not in english it's not a thing that's gonna happen right because you can't like you can't write a new myth you know because you have a name right you people who write myths don't have names we, yeah myth is usually like a like a story passed down via the voice right but and if then, you're like <laughs> i want to tell a story about how the sunflower came to be that's just that's a kid's book then right right like you just then somebody you you try to publish it and they're like ah this needs to be 11 pages and illustrated Get me somebody on Fiverr to uh, illustrate this, please. Well, yeah, I'm sure Harper Collins is is calling up people on Fiverr, being like, "Hi, yes, we need illustrators for children's books." I bet they are. I bet they're like, "Oh, we were paying people thousands for this. Now there's somebody who will do it for fifty dollars." Right? Yeah, I don't think the book industry works like that. You don't? No. If if I am uh, truthfully, my fear is that I write a children's book and I submit it to Harper Collins and they're like, okay, where why isn't it illustrated? And then I go on Fiverr and pay somebody fifty dollars to do it. Oh yeah, no, the, <clears throat> the hard part of, of writing a children's book is being able to draw. Yeah, for sure. Because if they yeah. can, if they can write uh, illustrated, written and illustrated by Marie Sendak on there, that's better. Well, I mean, obviously, if it was, you know, before Marie Sendak was Marie Sendak. Right. I have a. Uh, I, I once wrote in a Uber. 
It was actually not an Uber. It was a Lyft in Des Moines, Iowa. And the driver was like, yeah, I worked in the such and such industry for 40 years, uh, but then I retired. And now I write children's books and drive for Lyft just for fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. What book did you write? And he was like, oh, it's called Utterly Flutterly and Baby Blue. And I was like, oh, cool. He was like, yeah, it's in the seat back. Uh, Take a look. So I pulled it out and I looked at it. And as I'm in the Uber, I go on Amazon and I bought a copy of it. Yeah. And I said, I said, I just bought a copy of this book. And he said, why did you buy it? I have free ones in the trunk. And I was like, I, okay, never mind. That's not how I thought that was going to go at all. <clears throat> it's the scariest book in the world. I thought I this 100%. was like, I thought it was a con. Like where the dude's like, oh, this is my, my viral marketing is being an Uber driver, right? Where I'm no, going like, to was... individually sell copies one by one. Like really, that's get, what I thought to... really grassroots it. That's what I thought too. I was like, wow, what a great way to do this. What a and great like... way to, right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, what a great way to market your children. You're like, oh, I read children's books. There's one in the back seat. Read it. Buy it for your child. There's, they're $9 on Amazon. Go ahead and Actually, buy it. Yeah, it's wild. There's like an indie bound code in the back if you if you scan that qr code it'll teach you how to it'll show you it'll take you right to a link yeah and so i was like you don't even have and to he was a nice guy he was a nice guy so i was like perfect but there's more to that story. So also in that Uber or in that Lyft ride, I keep saying Uber because Lyft isn't real, but it turns out in Des Moines, Iowa, Uber's not real. Yeah, but Uber is the Kleenex of rideshare. Right. So uh, they're going to have to start the ending car. their commercials like, if it's not an Uber, it's not an Uber. I was in the car with uh, one of my clients whom I absolutely love. Um, and he said, well, where's a good place to go tonight to get a good steak? And the driver said, oh, I like this restaurant. And then I, I thought said, he was asking you. No, it was a driver. <laughs> and and I was like, OK, cool. Uh where's a good place if I want a good local beer? And my client is like, uh, he doesn't drink. And I know this about him, um, but he's not like offended because we we had already agreed. I, I I was meeting somebody in Des Moines to get dinner with. So it was it was not a big deal. Um, and the driver goes, uh, I'm 72 years old and I've never had a drop of alcohol. And so now the driver and my client are both in the car like, look at this guy, shows up in Des Moines, just wants to get drinks. That's all he wants is to get get drunk. And it's not true. I didn't even get drunk. I went out and had a local beer and it was delicious, but I felt very judged in the back of that lift. And I bought the book and he was like, you didn't have to do that. Was, was that like, the same lift? It was the same lift. Oh man. Okay. Okay. That tells me everything I need to know about this weird guy. He was a nice guy. And uh, you did, I believe, dox him since you told the name of the book. <laughs> I mean, he was a nice guy. I like Olivia loves the book. It's terrifying. Uh, I don't know what the story is about. Olivia just likes the pictures, but the pictures are terrifying. <laughs> oh, I wish I could draw. I would write a children's book. I don't know about what, but I would I would do that. That sounds like fun. I mean, I think you can. Like if TikTok's told me anything, it's that the, the go-to side hustle is write children's books and pay somebody $50 on Fiverr to illustrate it for you and then just self-publish it on Amazon and you'll collect hundreds of dollars in your sleep a month. I don't think I will. I don't think I will either. I think I'll upload a book to Amazon and make $0 on it. I would also rather draw it myself. Dude, if William Stieg can sell Shrek with those drawings, I can draw. I can make a children's book. Call DreamWorks. I don't think that's where you start with books. <laughs> I, I don't think you call up Illuminations just like, hey, I want to write a book for you to eventually make a movie about. What if they're like, it's called cool. The Secret Life of Bicycles. <laughs> nobody can write that book. Okay. If you're listening to this right now, nobody can write that book. Got Have you copyright. claimed it? 2020. Ethan Edge Hill. Secret the Life Secret of Life Bicycles. Of bicycles. Uh, I didn't think I was doxing him. I thought I was giving him some free promo to be like, 
I bought his book. Well, you did, did talk about how weird he was and how weird his book was. Uh, my daughter likes it and I did still buy it. He wasn't that weird. He's a nice guy. He doesn't drink. We should support people like that. Okay. I got a local beer from a place described itself as having the most craft beers on tap like anywhere. Anywhere. Ever. And I was like, I, went, I mean, I remember going there and be like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of craft beers, but I'm from craft beer country. Okay. Yeah, I've been sure. to some restaurants with an obscene number of craft beers. Freaking the Ballast Point Tap Room was an obscene number of cap or craft beers and they only sold ballast point beer it, their beer <laughs> they only sold their beer you couldn't even be like hey, can i get a corona or a bud they Light? had a whole wall like like up to a 20 foot ceiling made of non-repeated beer taps yeah and then you got to think about uh what's that place the garage the game garage in, in richmond virginia the the the, the circuit the circuit they've got a ton of craft beers I didn't have like more than beamers. You don't like they were more just than way beamers? bigger taps. They were big taps because they they're the self service one. They're like a so soda fountains, right? Yeah. So yeah, but they were like bigger than soda fountains too. So there was they took up more space. All I'm saying is I've been to a lot of restaurants with a lot of craft beers on tap. Yeah, I've been to a lot of places with a lot of taps for sure. Uh, it's always it's cool. I like tap machines. They're they're fun. They're cool. Do you, would you would you collect tap pulls? What are they called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The handles. Yeah. Uh, probably not. I don't I don't think it would look as cool as it does in my brain. I, I don't know what I'd do with. Them. You, I mean, you could like, you could drill a, a rail into your wall, right? And then you just set it up. They don't have to actually dispense anything, but just set it up so that like you could pull them. Ah. And it would be like a satisfying pull feeling. Right. But if they didn't you, do anything, like if you pulled on them and they didn't dispense anything, like I would have to have a tap system and that's expensive. So is what you want for Christmas a kegerator? No, no. I don't want any more appliances in my small apartment. Okay. What do you want for Christmas, Ethan? What's on your, what's on your list this year? I have no idea, man. I, I was hard to buy for, for this year because like the things I want are either expensive or complicated. Like I have a lot of things, right? I don't need more things. I don't need more stuff. I want gifts that other people want to get me, right? That stuff that people think about me and see the thing and they're like, hey, I saw you and I thought about this thing. But if it's like or stuff I that I want. I saw this thing thought about you, yeah. If it's stuff that I want, it's like I want Apple AirPods Max, which are $549. And probably not worth it. And probably but. not worth it. <laughs> But I still want them. And but they, like, I can't ask somebody to buy. I can't ask anybody to buy that for me. That's a big gift. Yeah. How much would you ask somebody to spend on you? Like, what's the... Would you ask somebody to buy you, like, a PS5? Also, do you have any interest in owning a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or whatever the new one's called? Uh, the PS5 is way too big. Um, it's, It would not fit on my huge. stand. Uh, but, like, I, I would like to have a Series X. I don't really know what for, but I feel like I'm supposed to have one of the new generation consoles. But my PS3 sucks. So, like, I feel like I should... Or PS4 sucks. So, I feel like I should replace that one first, but I don't want the PS5. I Yeah, I I have all three last-gen consoles right here in this office. And, I, I mean, honestly, I don't play them hardly at all. And I... I <laughs> I would I play, like to play the Spider-Man game. Yeah, I'd like um, to play Spider-Man. I enjoy like, the uh, the MLB games, and those only come on PlayStation. Oh, I didn't know that they yeah, still made are, MLB games. Those are cons. They're good, actually. They're probably the best sports games. Uh, well, that's 2K, but they're they're as good as 2K. As good as FIFA? Yeah, they're better than FIFA, dude. FIFA sucks these days. EA's oh. bad. EA's gone bad. They've ruined all the whole thing. It's just because they've they've stopped innovating. Right. Madden 21 has like a like a like a four percent on Metacritic. Yeah, I heard it was it was terribly um, reviewed. And they were just like, this is there's no reason to buy this. It's just a roster up update for $60. Um, but yeah, so the, t the MLB games are console exclusive to the PlayStation, but also like I, they're going to keep making the ones for PS4 for a while. 
and like I don't think I'm gonna get to MLB 2K21 and be like, or whatever it is, MLB the Show 21, and be like, ah, this looks terrible on my PlayStation 4. It's like it's a sports game, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I keep hearing, I keep seeing on TikTok. Somehow I live on gamer TikTok. I don't know why. I'm not a huge. Gamer. It's the strip lights. You bought strip lights. I think they know. Yeah, I think they know. <laughs> uh, no, but they like it's always. I've gotten onto small streamer TikTok. That's really there are people who are call themselves small streamers and will make TikTok videos about having like three or four people on stream at a time. And they have 80,000 followers on TikTok. And I'm like, why don't you just do this instead? It takes way less of your time. <laughs> Probably because they like playing video games. Yeah, it's less fun than really... playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not for me, dude. I could not play video games for eight hours a day. I could not do it. I would rather make sales calls. <laughs> if somebody was paying me to do it, I could definitely do it. You think? Yeah, I'd rather do that than make sales calls for sure. Sales calls are at least always different. Once you've be, once you've like won the FA Cup, it's always the same. I mean, sure, yeah, but I like that. I would just keep starting over. <laughs> I'd play new games, right? That's the, the, the streamers I don't understand are the streamers that play the same game. I, you, you know, we don't know anything about streaming. I don't know that anybody does play the same game every day. But they do because people will be like, "I'm an Apex Legends streamer." Oh, that's wild. And they're like, even even whatever. I do like four days a week. I stream Apex Legends, and then the other two two more days a week I stream something else and i'm like i would not want to play apex legends four days a week i'd want to play no. apex legends six days a week until i was tired of it and then never pick it up ever again <laughs> yeah, then be like oh right i suck at this game and i'm not getting any better right that's the thing is i'm bad at games right like i'm, I'm bad at multi if i go online and play 2k i'll get dusted i'll get taken out with last year's trash but if you go online or if you go and play all jordan mode do you dust the pc no no 2k is really hard really oh, yeah. i didn't know that compared to like the other especially the ea games 2k is really hard hmm. the like default because for a while there was you could play like my career and the lowest you could go was like three of five like the lowest difficulty you could go was three of five and people were like we don't want to play like this all the time like this is hard all the time so did they fix it i don't know it got easier i don't know if they changed it but it got easier uh, here's my problem with 2K. Tell me this. Can you, like, can you feasibly beat the game without, like, the Lakers or the Rockets or the... Like, if you were like, man, I love the... I'm trying to think of a basketball team. The Hornets. Could you, like, win? Yeah. Or the Pelicans? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be harder to do that than it is to win with the Cleveland Browns. Because the Browns, like, the Browns have everything they need. They just have a bad coach. Okay, so, so whatever. You can, you can right. play with the lowest rated team in the NFL in Madden, and you will do better than you would with the lowest rated team in 2K. But also, like, the fact that there are 82 games in a season has a much better way of equalizing things not equalizing actually of like not letting you just rail 16 games right right because like yeah. you could play 16 good games and then congratulations you have what whatever 74 left no 64 left 66 66 yeah. left yeah and then you lose 66 straight you don't lose 66 straight but that's the other thing is like those games are, are demoralizing in a different way because you are going to lose games that was the thing with fifa is if like you played it on actual settings like you lost from time to time yeah, FIFA yet less so. Yeah, because FIFA, like, that's a 30-game season or whatever. Like, you still have a chance of, of, of going undefeated. And, like, MLB is completely, it's, there's no shot. Right. None. 162 right. games. No way, dude. You, you, certainly you don't play 162. No, games. no, I don't. I, I play all these games on the single player mode, like the, the single person mode. And so you in MLB, you just play the you play the, the plays that your players involved in. Don't you have to play all of defense, though? No, it just picks random defense moments. Ah. It'll pick like this player is going to hit a ball toward first base. And if you're the first baseman, you have to be involved in that play. Ah. I've been I've been big on story games recently. I've been playing a lot of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. 
Star Wars game. I am uh, not. I stopped playing video games for like three months for some reason. That's that's really the, that and Pokemon have really been the only games that have captured my attention. Yeah, and recently. then I bought 2K and for this year, and I was like, ah, this is enjoyable. And that's the first video game I've played in like months, really. So you, before we recorded, you said you had some stuff you wanted to talk about on this uh, Sunday brunch. What's what's on your mind, E? So I I want to talk about. I want to try to find some 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 fun here necessarily, and I want to know like, are there ways in which your life has gotten better over the last year? Like like what are some highlights i know it's been a weird year but like what are some highlights tell me your uh, highlights even if it's just like like for example like i took I, I realized today that i have like made a priority out of like a personal coziness this year and i've bought like a me undies onesie and like some fun slippers and i started wearing pajama pants right because you're inside a lot this year right been inside a lot been not really going out a lot and like those were things i never really considered before because i'm just like i just got clothes i'll just wear clothes when i'm awake i wear clothes when i sleep i wear pajamas right right like, so this year I invested in like, like some good slippers and like some good blankets and some good coziness to like hang around. You know, what's weird is, uh, it's also had the same effect on my going out clothes where oh, definitely. Now, now I think so much more about like, if I do have a situation where I'm going to see other human beings, I think so much more about the outfit that I'm going to wear, or if I'm buying a new outfit for something, I like, I get something nice that I feel comfortable in that really speaks to like personal expression as opposed to before where, I mean, like I've gone through serious phases in my life where I very much care about how I look. Uh, but I would say like towards going into 2020, I was at a point where I was like, I mean, I have nice clothes that I wear out and then I have other clothes that I don't and there wasn't much thought to it but like I had to go into the office the other day and we had like a, a nice situation where I went to Express and bought a new suit that I love and it's like the first time I've ever owned a suit that I'm like really proud of as opposed to being like I got this at Macy's because I have to wear a suit to work. So that's, I bought a lot of cozy stuff and a nice that's suit. That's cool. I definitely, I, I've sort of to some extent had the opposite effect. We're not like, not if I'm going out to like, if I am seeing people or whatever, or like you and I are hanging out for some reason. Um, but I've definitely had the opposite effect where like, I never really understood people that would be like, oh yeah, I'm getting up, getting dressed up to go to the grocery store. Right. But like now mm -hmm. I see less point in that where everybody else has started to see more point in that. So like if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm literally, I'm just wearing sweatpants. Like I don't care what it's July. I'm still wearing sweatpants. I don't care. <laughs> right. Like I'm just going to the grocery store. I don't want anybody to talk to me. I don't want to run into anybody, right? And now I'm wearing a mask and like maybe a hat, maybe like a beanie, and like I don't exist anymore, right? Like if you're recognizing me from from the from the goggles line, then you can come say hey or whatever. But like I, I just slipping around unnoticed, right? Someone wear a hoodie and sweatpants and just be like, it's the it's Kroger, dude. Like I have no desire to put on a belt get, to go to Kroger. I don't get dressed up for Kroger. I, I I hope that's not what it sounded like I was doing. No, 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 no. I, I'm not saying you do, but like I kn I know people do this now where they're like any excuse to go to the house putting on Brits. Let's go. Dressing to the nines for this. And I see people at Kroger all the time walking around in their like Gucci flip-flops. I don't have Gucci flip-flops. Good things, highlights of this year. Um, yeah, just tell me about like, like, like small positives or small changes, like ways that you've like, because I think everybody's taken some chance this year to really drill down on like who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a good thing that has gotten lost. Yeah, I had a lot of big things happen this year, but small things. Well, you can uh, tell me about the big things too. It's just like a, not a lot of people. Like, I don't know that I had a ton of huge positives positives for me this year ah uh, i got a promotion i got pregnant again my wife got pregnant we're making another baby um i bought a house 
I love this house. Well, tell uh, tell the, me about these things. Uh, no, so these are, these are, so I don't really want a all, list. Uh, I want, I, I want to, how is, how has 2020 been okay for Tyler? Uh, no, so it's, it's in these ways, it's been good. It, speaking of investing in coziness, the biggest thing that I think like in terms of coziness, right when the pandemic hit, we put an addition on the house I was living in at the time, uh, which wasn't like anything fancy or anything like that, but we put walls up in what was like a outdoor shed that was attached to the house. Um, and we like put floors in it and insulation in it and we put a TV in there and we painted it a color that was untraditional and like a desk and it was just really really nice to have like a room that I could go to that was sort of separated from the rest of the house um, that felt like it was my own and then when we realized we were going to be in our house for a long time we decided to sell the house we were in because we basically flipped it um, and we bought this house and one of the big priorities for this house was making sure that there was a room that I could do that same thing in and I have that now I'm sitting in it now um, and it's very cool to have like, like I've collected a lot of wall hangings and, and just like trinkets and stuff over the years. And I've never really had a place to like put them. Um, and now I do. And I have like, you know, this room has a variety of different interests. It's got the TV with all the game systems and all the streaming services. And it's got shelves with, uh, you know, pop figures and different sort of collectibles. And then I've got bookshelves and I've, I've rediscovered a love for reading this year, which has been really, really nice. Um, and then in the corner of the room, I have like a trumpet set up and a record player, which is like the ultimate cozy feel for me um there's a bed in here and a, and a recliner and it's just it's just so so it, it, the room feels so insanely relaxing and and i have a space where i can put up led lights and they're the tackiest thing in the world but i don't care i like them <laughs> yeah i will say I, i've definitely taken stock of like well i mean obviously you can see there's a big box of or a big pile of christmas decoration boxes in my office right now which is not where i would love them to be but i haven't really had time to figure out a better solution but other than that like i have taken definitely i have decorated this place more than any place I've lived in previously. You always did did a lot for decoration, though. Like when we had the townhouse together, we had like a wall in our living room dedicated to art that you found online. And your room had like jerseys hanging up and, and records. And we had records in the living room. With a lot of record-based art. Yeah, I've always been a proponent of hanging up records, if you want to. I hate people that are like, you can't do this. This is the wrong way to like, whatever, dude. No, there's no them. wrong way to enjoy records. Right. Like especially They're records you bought directly from the artist right like there's no wrong way to give somebody that money or if you go to a yard sale and you buy a crate full of records and you just want to like make art oh with yes them, uh, like, for sure that's what they're for have, <laughs> they're on. a craft supply i have i haven't found a place to hang it yet but i have a record that i got from some dude on the internet that like paints records oh that's cool yeah and it's like it's like art painted art on i don't know what this is uh rca you, victor you, a coral spectacular could you put it on a on a victrola and listen to it absolutely not it's got paint on it what about the other side uh the other side is signed which, in paint which i think would make some issues but yeah it's still got grooves i mean the paint side still has grooves too but i think it's been sanded at least so it would probably be dull i don't know what sandpaper would do to the sound of a record honestly like like there's a level between full groove and you sanded it down flat i don't know what that would sound like i have no to find idea because <laughs> this is like if you're willing to, to ruin a needle this is it i mean they're not that expensive the needles yeah. I don't know how or why I would ever replace mine. I did. I I think the little plastic piece that covers the needle, pretty sure it's gone forever. Like the what? When I first opened it, there was like a plastic piece on top of the needle. It didn't look like it was packaging. It looked like it was supposed to be there when it was not in use. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with the concept, but I do believe I'm receiving one of those record players as a Christmas gift. So I'll let you know. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. It's the cheap one that you get at like Walmart or Target. Yeah. The Crosley suitcase one. Right. For the listener. I know you know what it is. Uh, It is such a satisfying size it, it's got terrible speakers built into it it's 
awful, but it's such a satisfying size. You can put the Bluetooth on and listen to an audiobook. It it provides the right temperature for the room, if that makes sense. It's the right, you know, it, it just has a good feel to it. Yeah, I want one for this for my office. Because I have like my I have my hi-fi set up in the other room where like if I'm trying to listen to the intricate interweavings of the groove of a record, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on through my my like class A MOSFET powered, you know, stereo amplifier out of the, the proper speakers that I have with a record player that I inst- that I bought the cartridge for on purpose. But like I just want something to listen to records in my office while I edit photos. I'm always baffled at how quickly a record records. Yeah, five songs goes by like five, six songs goes by like really quick. Real fast. Um yeah, there's no wrong way to, to interface with records at all. Uh just do it, do whatever you want. If you want hang them on your wall fine uh i can teach you over the internet some good ways to do it without destroying your record um but if you don't care about destroying the record but if you don't care about destroying your record i mean you can nail it in dude who cares it's a piece of plastic if you put a nail to a record wouldn't it crack uh depends on how old it is but probably not you could probably you'd have to i mean i would hit it hard for sure for that first strike but yeah you could probably put a hole straight through it i would i would screw it out but i mostly meant like there's already a hole in it like you could put a nail through that hole just right. like the 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 hole that comes in the record you know to stick the the the, the spike on right like it's already got a hole uh i've i've this year i've sort of established in terms of like finding myself i've i've learned about myself that i am an introvert through and through i hate the introvert extrovert conversation and i think i hated it for so long because i hate the way introverts talk about themselves yeah same. um like i hate the idea that you hate other human beings right yeah introverts are and, most for the most part in of talking about being introverted without it just sounding like you don't want to hang out with me or or without just sounding like just generally mean to other humans right because when you're when you're you know at and I, I generally consider myself an extrovert and I, I don't love people that try to shut things down super early generally back when we were able to do things right back in the day well when we you know people would be hanging out for like an hour and a half and they'd be like okay well I'm done gotta go home go to bed I'm like okay cool um well that's because you're like nocturnal it's it's not i just don't go to bed at eight o'clock and and if you're gonna hang out with me i would like if we make plans like it, it needs to be for more than you know like 30 minutes um, right and also like i when people are like oh yeah we'll host and then kick everybody out at eight o'clock yeah not not crazy about that life either um, uh and those are generally the people that i've experienced that have been like oh yeah they're like they, they'll they'll get like introvert tattooed on and be like yeah i'm an introvert it's the quirky thing about me it, what but what i've learned is like i appreciate spending a few hours playing video games after my wife and olivia have gone to bed or reading a book or emily saying she needs to go get groceries and me saying cool i'll stay home uh yeah like that like and, and having that time to recharge and and be my I also love being at home. Uh, I know this isn't like a new concept to the podcast or to you that Tyler loves his house uh, or loves being at home, but like it's a really relaxing thing for me. And I'm, I'm like soaking as much of it in as I can because I know in 2021, uh, especially with vaccine already being doled out in places, I will spend more than half of my time, not just away from my home, but like away from my zip code. Uh, so that's going to be like challenging. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like take a crap on you for saying that you're introverted or whatever. That was not by any means. No, I, yeah, no, I know. It, I think it, a lot of people have discovered more introverted tendencies about themselves. That that was essentially what I was saying yeah. was like, I think the reason I hate the conversation about introvert and extrovert is because introverts like gatekeep being introvert. Yeah. Like I love my friends. I love spending time with my friends. I enjoy parties and I enjoy uh, you know, game nights and things like that. But like, like the the introvert community as a whole would have you believe that that is like wrong, like that you should hate those things, right? And and I don't feel that way. <laughs> uh, and and the other thing is like I think that the lines definitely gotten blurred because like wanting some alone time, especially if like if you live with just another person, like another human being, mm-hmm. 
uh during the first part of this year when like everything was shut down you were locked in with that person like if you're both working from home you know like 24 7 for for however long like it is okay to want some alone time at that point like that doesn't make you introverted like you can you can want to do something that doesn't involve the other person or doesn't have to go buy the other person first or doesn't have to like be entertainment for both people right because that's not normal right like that's never been normal people get up and they go see different people at work and they go see you know you have a variety of different interactions with different human beings you know i, I love right. my girlfriend to death she's my favorite person in the world but like i I, every now and then I run out of things to say to her for sure right like we run out of things to talk about no I, Emily and I'll catch ourselves like that where we'll be like uh, for the past hour every time one of us has said something to the other person the conversation has been over within three sentences right and it's like oh that happens to us all things. the time and I'm like I would rather just not talk right <laughs> let me let me go think about stuff for a while right I'm gonna go read something or do something or whatever um, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that makes anybody introvert or extrovert I think that's just like it's been a weird thing for sure um, it's been a, an adaptive Society. It's been an adaptive thing. I will say that this year has, uh, and this isn't necessarily bad or good, but it has like made it easier to just have bad days in what a way. Mean? Like we where, where you know you, sometimes you wake up and it's just it's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like you know you, ha- you call it like a bad brain day or whatever. But like you wake up and it's like this just isn't going to go well. No, I definitely know that. I know that like uh, when we went into quarantine, I was working in like our call center, and if I had a day where it wasn't going to happen, I mean it, when I was working from home in the call center too, it was the same thing. But it was like you go you drive to work work and you'd think that that would sort of snap you out of the bad day thing but there would be days where like you just take the not the bare minimum but like you're not giving it 110 percent like right. you like you can what's well, i mean that it's like i you know i specifically to my own experience like i obviously have talked about on the show before i've had a pretty traumatic experience in my life and like that still gets to me sometimes where like mm-hmm. i'll i'll you know i don't want to use the word trigger or whatever but like something will set it off for me and like that's just that day is not happening anymore right it's just game I, i'm not going to talk to anybody i don't want to see anybody um you know working from home or doing the things I do making money the way I make money it, it sort of affords me that opportunity and has always sort of afforded me that opportunity since I've been doing it but like we have like a like a universal excuse now right like you can say that I'm just having a bad day and people are like mood and, and and then it's over right? right like nobody's like well what's wrong what do you need you know why aren't you doing your job why isn't this you know whatever I think that that it has definitely changed the way we think about things like that and I, I think that can only necessarily be a positive thing of just like kind of letting people exist a little bit mm-hmm. but yeah. it has also taken in another way it's taken the pressure off you know like Saturdays, right? Like you can just have you can just have a Saturday. You can just do whatever you want. I do like going into it and, and in twenty nineteen, I bet if I bet if I listened back to Bacon and Eggs, I would hear this. Um, you ever, do, sidebar, do you ever wonder what we've said on this show? All the time. People quote us like, I see the Bacon and Eggs out of context Ugh. thing all the time. And I'm like, I don't know which one of us said that or what we were talking about at what all. What episode it was or anything. Nope. I wonder, I wonder if our show's any good. Uh, it's gotta be. People keep listening. It's still going. People are, it's still happening. It can't, they can't be listening for our insight. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? That's what I hate about podcasts. Oh, I said that uh, you could just have a Saturday. You can just Live. Yeah, so so there was a lot of pressure. If you listen back to 2019, you'll hear that like there were months where I didn't have a Saturday at my house, just like to myself. Like I couldn't have done the laundry or the dishes or anything. Like every weekend was, oh, I'm going to travel for work or I'm traveling to visit my wife's family or I have a big event with my family or I have some big event with my friend group. Like never was I able to just be like, I just want to do laundry today. 
right. Like you've been given permission to say no to stuff, right? That's the right. thing is because now you now you have an excuse, right? Not that you ever needed an excuse. And I think that's again, that's that's human humanity coming around to it. Like you never needed an excuse, but you felt like you did. You right. felt like you couldn't just say somebody could text you and be like, Hey, you want to meet up today? You have to say yes. Right. You feel like you have to say yes. Right. Um but now it's just like and that pressure's not gone, right? Like the well, I sometimes it's worse. Sometimes it's worse because I can be as powerful and, and, and level headed about our situation, you know, in the world. And if I get a text message from somebody that's like, Hey, do you want to hang out? My willpower is gone. How do I say like, no, there's a pandemic and, and like, clearly this person doesn't care. So me saying that isn't going to have them be like, Oh, you're right. Never mind. I'll stay home. Like they know, I know we all know. Well, the only people I've ever hit up during the pandemic to hang out with are people that I like trust. Right. Or yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. would be willing to die alongside of, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. I, I, I haven't hung out with people none, but I also haven't. Well, I, I've hung out with people, but not not to the extent that I previously did. No, not at all. Not even close. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's def- it's definitely been a you've been able to just say nah, not today. I do think I do think when uh you know vaccine widely available, there will be. I'm legitimately a, not looking forward to it. I think there will be a loud, maybe not even minority of people that's like, I miss staying at home all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that, that I think that I will be one of those people, honestly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I think we will have taken for granted the like, you can paint your house whenever you want. to. <laughs> right. Un, unlimited time. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I definitely think. Yeah. And I and then, like there was a couple months there where people started doing things again. And like I make a podcast with five other people and like it became difficult immediately because everybody's like, oh, I'm traveling. I'm doing this. I'm doing, you know. Know, haven't done anything for four months. I got to go see people. I got to go see my family, whatever. And just it was just a nightmare to try to like coordinate five people. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm not 100% not looking forward to to the first, you know, the vaccines being doled out. And everybody being like, OK, now we got to do everything constantly all the time. Hang out 24 seven. And I'm just like, mm, I can I can feel it happening. And I'm just like, I don't I don't love change like that necessarily. Like I don't like a drastic shift in anything in in like the like I know that it's going to be but like I would prefer a much slower reintroduction to the idea. Let's go. Hey, you got a couple thousand dollars laying around. Let's go no. sneeze on airplanes. Let's go sneeze on airplanes. <laughs> Some things, man, will just never, I will never feel safe on an airplane again. Not, not like, not because the plane's going to crash, but around other people, right? Like, I don't think, I, I don't know that I will ever 100% feel safe around strangers again. I do, that's going to be a weird generational thing where our children, I don't think we'll have a hard time explaining the virus to them. And I, I didn't want to make this episode about the virus, but our children will not be as conscious of illness and social distancing as we are for the rest of time. And it's an interesting lens into like, like my mom lived through a lot of the Cold War and like fears Russia in ways that I can't imagine. Right. And I think that's like an interesting reversal of the lens of like, my kid will go to some party and I'll be like, you're going to get sick. Like, I'm not afraid of you drinking or doing anything like that. Like, you're going to get sick being around all those dirty people. Please drink some brunettes to combat the toxins, the germs that you're taking. Uh, it's basically so I, I hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's an interesting uh, side effect of this whole thing. For sure. I don't think our kids will uh, will be as conscious as we are, but they will be more conscious than our parents were. Maybe. Who knows? My parents have come like, at first they were like, what virus? And now no, but I mean, like, like, I mean, pre, like <laughs> it will never go back to where it was pre-virus is what I'm saying. Right. Like if, if we're at a hundred and they go down to 15, 15 is not zero. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is different for everyone's like, I was just like the Spanish flu, like it went away and everything was fine, but it's not, it's different different because there's the internet because right. we live in a there's, global society there's, now there's videos there's there's picture books right like 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 there's evidence 
color cameras <laughs> iphone <laughs> yeah like color photographs um anyway so 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 what are you looking what what are you doing for christmas what are you looking forward to uh so at christmas we are trying our best to social distance where i i am going to see my family um but we're gonna i think we're gonna try to do christmas outside and it's just my family here in roanoke um we're gonna exchange gifts like we like we always do but you know it'll be different and there will be precautions in mind uh i'm excited i olivia still doesn't really understand that like what's under the wrapping paper is a present for her that we're going to open and play with but she does understand like ripping paper is fun and playing with toys is fun uh so she's she's getting there so i'm really excited about like watching that and watching that unfold um and i don't know i mean christmas is is I'm, I'm honestly excited for Christmas next year when when it will be just like a, you know, festive not party. But like, I think people will, will make an extra effort to go out of their way to see their families and their friends next Christmas. See, this will probably be the best Christmas I've had in a few years, honestly. Why do you say that? Because so we're going to uh, we're going to stay with Caitlin's parents for a few days mm-hmm. um, like and we're going to be there for Christmas Eve. I mean, we have to come back Christmas morning because she has to work that night, which kind of sucks. But God, that sucks. Yeah, she has to work Christmas night. Um, but like, you know, it, the day you, you've all you've known so many phone calls. Um, you always used to do Christmas like kind of as a as a rolling holiday. Uh, so that's sort of how we're treating it this year. Like Christmas Eve is going to be our Christmas or whatever. Um, but like I Christmas the past couple years has been very weird for me for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, my family has been super, super strange in the wake of everything that happened to us. And it's not really been a positive experience the mm-hmm. past couple of years. And it hasn't felt like Christmas. And so, like, I'm excited. We're just going to go up to her parents' house and just, like, be low-key and eat some, I don't know, turkey or some and just do Christmas, bake some cookies, drink some hot cocoa, and watch Elf. So I'm excited you- to just have, like, the low-key Christmas the, the the Christmas that I haven't had in a few years, just a normal that, Christmas with a normal family. I mean, your family's normal. Everybody's family's normal. There's no right way to have a family. Ah, uh, uh you, you, there's there's wrong ways to be Ethan's family. Tell you that much. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Ah, uh, uh, it's, it's I definitely think you have a pretty good family relationship compared to some people, and and oh, I, I do I think you are blinded by that lens sometimes. I try not to be. I I totally understand that my family is fantastic in ways that that I'll always take for granted because I you know obviously I, I've never lived any other way um I, I very much appreciate the family that i have and, and the relationship i have with them there's no doubt about that um i'm excited for you to go to uh, yeah, to, to, to Caitlin's house it'll be the first christmas i've ever spent not in roanoke so this will be like one of the first that i've spent in roanoke, in roanoke ever yeah yeah usually I, I go up and we see our family up in new york and and all that stuff i actually now that i'm saying all this i don't even remember what we did last year um Olivia was under six months old, so that time may as well not have happened. Um, that's a, it's just a fever dream. Yeah, I, I don't think you guys traveled. Maybe we went up to D.C.? Maybe. You did not go. I don't think you went to New York. I know we did the year prior because it's when we announced we were pregnant in front of, like, the whole family. I don't know. No, we didn't because cause Disney was, like, two weeks away. So we were going to see everybody in Disney, so we didn't travel. Yeah, and... Beth was like extremely pregnant, super pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Mick. On some some respects, I was thinking about Christmas last year, like stuff I did at Christmas last year, and it feels like it was ten minutes ago. Do you know which one I always forget? This is one I can never remember. New Year's. I hate New Year's. New Year's is the the worst pressure holiday of all of them. Because we we did New Year's in in London that one time, right? Yeah. And like we're not gonna have a New Year's that passes that. It's just like, oh, let's get together and get drunk with our friends. And like, it's always cool, but it's always, I feel like, I feel like I'm never having enough fun on New Year's more so than any other holiday. Maybe the 4th of July, but like, I feel like I'm never, I'm never having the right amount of fun on New Year's. And this year I have an excuse to not do anything on New Year's. I'm going to drink a bottle of Andre by myself and read a book. That's it. That's what I'm going to do on New Year's. I'm going to watch a movie or play some video games and drink some champagne because Caitlin's working again. So she works New Year's Eve. Gosh. 
Is that like a newbie thing? Like, uh, you either work like Christmas Eve, New Year's Day, or Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, or whatever. God, that sucks. I mean, it's something to do with Thanksgiving right. too. Like, she got Thanksgiving off, so I don't know. Heart of gold on that one. For I real. see you, nurse. For real, Good Lord. Can't imagine right now. She has never worked in a hospital that isn't subject to gestures wildly. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited for her for that. She'll be getting a vaccine here shortly. I'm excited about that. That's super cool. Yeah. I wish we could all get it. Well, we're not really at risk. <laughs> You're not. You're about to live with a vaccinated person. Well, I yeah, I'm currently at more risk than you are. <laughs> are you? I yeah. got to a daycare. What? I got to a daycare. Well, that's your choice. How are you more risk than me? Because she works at a hospital every day. Oh, but there's like a COVID floor. Okay, they're still there. Her patients get COVID all the time. Oh God, not all the time, but more than more than zero. Anyway, do we add anything else, or is this the brunch? I think this is the brunch. I don't know. You got any final thoughts about Christmas? I just, I just. What love do you want? You never told me what you wanted for Christmas. You so and so. You know what I really want? We were researching it yesterday on the sode. Well, I was while you were talking. Uh, cool. <laughs> Neat. I want to. I want a pea trumpet. It's like a pea bone, but it's a trumpet. Well, and I was. I mean, if you didn't already register these these gifts, I don't think you're gonna get them for Christmas. Well, that's why I'm I'm putting it into the ether, right? If somebody's like, "Oh, I need to get Tyler a late Christmas gift," you can get them on Amazon. You know, hmm. I already got your Christmas uh, gift. I have not gotten your Christmas gift, unless you want a pea trumpet. In which I, case, I do not. <laughs> I'm really happy with the gift I got you. I don't have a clue what to get you. Well, nothing makes me think of you. you that's know? cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, I got you a donation to AOC's next campaign. <laughs> Uh, I do like gifts. I always there's always this pl- this pressure to not about Christmas to not like receiving presents. I I'm bad at opening presents because I'm I'm always genuinely very excited about it. Uh, but yeah, it's like the birthday thing where I feel like like a selfish jerk for being excited about you buying me something, which is the weirdest dichotomy. Well, again, I like you're not great at celebrating other people's birthdays. I've noticed this about myself. The way that you I'm, expect people to celebrate your birthday. So so this is a big this is a big thing I've learned in 2020 is appreciating the friendships that we have and and recognizing the kindness that people afford to us and going finding what Emily and I finding ways to go out of our way to afford that same kindness to others like like yesterday was our anniversary people were unbelievably kind like my mom paid for our dinner and people in discord were saying happy anniversary and people who I don't regularly talk to like messaged me and were like hey happy anniversary and it's and I mean like it felt great and it was it's good to your know love that. keeping them going the only thing was, the only thing was, they have to look forward to is Tyler <laughs> right. and Emily's but it's not marriage. right I mean they're just being friendly but like it really spoke to me how how much more I could be doing for the people that I care about and how like it, it wasn't even something that I I would have even like if your anniversary came and your anniversary did come and I think I said something but like it feels like I would have thought that it was like if I say something I'm like distracting from their day you know what I'm saying right but the 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 opposite effect is true if you say something it's just like wow I can't believe you remember that and you must really care well so the, the the Facebook thing is interesting here especially with vis-a-vis birthdays because like it doesn't it's never really brought me joy for like a hundred people to post on my wall being like happy birthday man person I haven't talked to since high school what's up and like there are just like I would rather you just text me on April 13th and be like hey dude what's up let's talk but you're right. not going to do that because we don't actually have a real, a real relationship. You just are doing what you think is your social duty. So like right. for that reason, it's like I don't try to like draw attention to my birthday necessarily. So the way March that somebody, 18th. the way somebody like you do. You talking about March 18th? I'm talking birthday? about March 18th. Yeah. No. So this is different. Like the people who listen to this podcast have always been super kind of me for my birthday. Again, this year was a weird uh, exception because people were just actively mean to me on my birthday. What? Yeah. It was like seven days after the lockdown started, and so everybody was just miserable and just took it out on me on my birthday. I'm sorry about that. Uh. Well, not necessarily took it out on me. It was like it's like nobody was 
I got no friendliness for the most part. Like I got no right. like fun. It was just like, okay, it's not really about you right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So that kind of soured me the whole thing for sure. Uh, not trying to bring it down or anything. It was just a very weird scenario to be in. But like, I, again, I was born two days before Animal Crossing came out and that righted the world for a while. It was your dude. Like you were the bringing of, of Animal Crossing I, without yeah, your birthday. I, I got Animal Crossing released early or whatever. Whatever ended up happening. I do think they dropped it early, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was like a week early. But yeah, like edited the podcast and got DoorDash for the first time. That's what I did on my birthday. My birthday was a Wednesday this year. Nice. So I, I badgered John Negroni for his audio and then edited the podcast. What did we cover with John? Um, Knives Out. Knives Out. Good film. Ryan Johnson. I believe was it. Yeah. But yeah, so so I would say just like if you want people to treat your birthday like the biggest day in the world, you know, take some time and celebrate the birthdays of people that are important to you. Yeah, I think that's that's important. And finding ways to, you know, we, we live in a town with with our friends like yesterday. Uh, no prompting at all. Chris and Sarah dropped off the like, dog bandanas at our house for Stella and Sawyer. That's sweet. And, like a card from Sadie. And it was the sweetest thing in the world. Let's uh, yeah, let's let's play it out real quick. All right. Bum, 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 bum. Why did you pick the Olympic theme? I don't know. You should play it out. I just meant let's put a rap on it. Hold on. For you to trumpet vocalize the Olympic fanfare. Yeah, well, you know, it means it's been five years since the last summer Olympics and I'm sad about it. I think it was supposed to be summer this year. Not 100% sure. You are correct. Fair. Well, thank you for spending some some brief amount of time with us Christmas Day or, you know, happy July 23rd. I don't know. Whenever you're binging bacon and eggs, which is a thing people do, apparently, if you're on your next road trip. Hope thanks for hanging out with thanks us. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope it's fun. If you're driving across the middle of Arizona right now, you know, try to stay awake. Uh, happy Christmas. Boogity <laughs> boogity. I still think one of my favorite TikTok trends is people like freaking out and responding to the word boo being written out. Oh, it turns out you can't draw bees with this filter. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing. Just the like, or people will write out boo and just like, yeah. just the fact that it says boo on a piece of paper always makes me laugh. I do love the, uh, the, um, the text to speech TikToks are really I funny. I don't know how that works. How do you do that? Uh, you just type something out and click the, the click on the text and then hit text to speech. Huh. And she'll just say it. Huh. And if you write out a word three times in a row, she says it weird 100% of the time. Huh. Whatever word it is. Because <laughs> like you can't comprehend the fact that, that if you write like Y three times in a row, like the W-H-Y, that it's not like, well, we will Y. <laughs> <laughs> like it tries to read it as one word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's been uh, today's TikTok trends with Ethan. It's December 17th, 2020. If you're listening to this in 2025, uh, I don't know. Vine 2 is good. I'm sure TikTok is dead. I'm sure TikTok is dead and people are like, I want TikTok too. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's all like, it's, it's like a Microsoft video now or whatever. <laughs> Face, Instagram Reels took over. Instagram Reels took over. It's like Tesla Play. <laughs> SpaceX buys TikTok or something like that. <laughs> I don't think they can. Uh, didn't somebody buy TikTok? Isn't that how it got to like stay legal or whatever? Oracle, yeah. That was one that like added for whatever reason America allowed. Like one of Donald Trump's personal friends bought TikTok. Yeah, I don't what? know. Good riddance. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've been Ethan Eschel. He's been Tyler Carlin until next Christmas. Arrivederci. Merry Christmas.